When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Key, you know, there's been this uh, Lamar Jackson going at or going back at Bernard Pollard on Twitter. Every time you say Bernard, I think you're getting ready to say Hopkins. I know, me too. <laughs> Every time. But, but former NFL safety Super Bowl champion Bernard Pollard will join us in a half hour to explain the beef. Right up your alley, gossip. Yeah, you know that. Keek, is there a better business to be in? Let's be honest. You don't have to do anything. You just tell a story about what's going on, and that's it. That's the whole thing. No, this is a good business, but I work at my craft, man. You work at your craft. Are your toes out right now? Uh, If I told you they were, would I be lying? (laughs) I don't think you would be. They are out, and they'll be out until... It's a tough life. I don't know when I'll put on another pair of shoes. Oh, I guess I'll put on some shoes when I go to dinner. Put it this way. You're doing this stuff now. If If you had the ability to still play in the NFL or you could do this, what would you do right now? Do this. Of course. That's what I'm saying. Is today, my, is today your first of 13 dinners for your birth month, Key? Is that what, what's happening? No, 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 no. I'm saying I was just I was trying to think in my head, when will I put on tennis again? I guess when I go to the gym later on the day. But, I mean, like outside of the gym, I probably won't have another pair of tennis on until next Tuesday. Okay, hold on. Are you calling them tennis? Are you calling shoes tennis? Tennis shoes. Nobody. I don't think anyone calls them that. Maybe in L.A. In L.A. People call Wait, them. Wait, who call just them said maybe in L.A.? Just tennis. Maybe in L.A. In L.A. We don't need Key, to say shoes. Now, now, I could, now because I can't do it anyway, I could tell you. and it, But you'll never believe me, though. I was going to go out and surprise Key on his birthday. I'm not allowed to fly because of my eye. But I was going to go out and surprise him on his birthday, and uh, that's not happening now. Well, so there you go. Oh, well. It. Don't oh, want well. your eye to explode. Exactly. Key's like, okay, whatever. Max with a patch over his eye. Where's your eyeball? Well, you know, it happened. I left it on the plane. I have. No, I they won't let me take off. I got a green bracelet on, and I, I don't know why they won't let me take it off, but uh, I, it's a warning. I have a gas bubble in eye. Change in atmospheric pressure may cause an increase in IOP resulting in blindness. Contact no, man. no yeah. it's not that important, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Birthday is not that important. Sit tight and don't, you know. And continue to see. And continue to see. In fact, I probably wouldn't even come to work if I was you. Yeah, well, Walking up the stairs eleva- is elevation. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about you have an easy job. You're like, hey, man, I'm getting on the elevator. Something might go wrong. <laughs> That's more work than I've done in a month. Uh, yeah. So I want to get back to this, Key, the Steve Young thing, ESPN NFL analyst and former 49ers championship quarterback Steve Young, who, of course, eventually replaced Joe Montana. Well, Montana could still play, went to the Chiefs, got to the AFC championship game. Steve Young commented on the present 
uh, 49ers quarterback situation where a young guy, they invested a lot of draft capital in, Trey Lance, taking, you know, supposed to be taking over for Jimmy G, who the last two seasons he was healthy, went to a Super Bowl, came one play away from winning, and went to an NFC championship game and has won three out of every four practically games he's played for the Niners, and the Niners have lost like three out of four that they play without Jimmy G. Here is Steve Young talking about the Jimmy G, Trey Lance situation. I think that there's still a chance that Jimmy's on the team. And I think that we need to just recognize that until Trey takes it, he doesn't have a chance yet. So you can't say it's not Trey's fault. He hasn't had a chance to take it yet. So until Trey has a chance to take it, they need to make sure that they've got this covered. Would have given Trey a chance to take it by making him the starter. But the mistake that they can make is if he doesn't live up to their expectations and the team is a good team and they're doing well except the offense is struggling and stalling and his play is subpar, and then they go back to Jimmy if he's still on the team, you're now playing emotional games with Trey Lance. Unless Trey Lance has a understanding in that he is messing things up and he needs time to develop and he understands that and he's headstrong, you could completely screw him up playing games. Now, there are a couple things. One, I wonder how much of this is Steve Young. It wasn't just handed anything in San Fran. He was widely known. Like, Key, it was so well known that he was the best backup in football at the time. I remember yeah. being, I want to say I was in the fifth grade, and everyone, I, knew, I was aware of it at the time. Like, Steve Young would start for most teams, right? So he had to really earn his way to be a start playing behind Joe Montana. And, and I guess maybe he maybe has a little bit of an allergic reaction to someone just being handed something, if that's the case. But listen, mm. again. I was going to say, no, he, he has intel. Uh-huh. He's in the building. He talks to them, right? They're going to – when you are a player in, in the NFL and you play for teams and you have a relationship with those organizations, you get information that other people don't get. So, right. So, er- earlier in this week, uh, this week, RG3 said the following, Key. Ready? Yep. I think 49ers fans have to be ready for their ups and downs with Trey. Still the Sacramento Bee. But the bottom line is Kyle Shanahan has had extreme success with guys like Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo who are going to run the offense. And here's what's interesting to me about this quote, Key. And there's going to be times when Trey, his talent and his ability takes over, and that's what's going to take them over the hump to get them to the Super Bowl. What's interesting to me is Robert Griffin and Steve Young had athletic abilities that that enabled them to take over the game at times and maybe – what Robert Griffin is talking about here, uh, as it relates to Trey Young, is it's not just that he'll be able to make the right plays. He can make the wrong plays turn out right with ability that someone like Garoppolo doesn't have, right? That's what Steve Young did for the Niners. That's what uh, Robert Griffin did when he was a rookie with Washington and at the height of his powers. And maybe that's what Trey Lance can do. Get them over the get Shanahan over the top where a guy like Matt Ryan, who can obviously throw the ball, a guy like Garoppolo who can manage an offense, didn't have that extra dimension that Trey Lance has. Matt Ryan took him to the Super Bowl. The defense let him down. Matt Ryan lost that Super Bowl because of the defense. You know I, I I like Trey Lance. I don't know enough about him to feel like he's the answer just yet 
This is different than Patrick Mahomes and Alex Smith. This is so different because Patrick Mahomes had a body of work at Texas Tech and played, and you knew, and you heard. I'm almost being sold, Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and so I don't really know. They gave up so much capital to go get him that I feel like people are trying to sell Trey Lance to the public for the sake of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Now, you know me. I get I, – I love the, the flash, right? And I – look, Patrick Mahomes, whatever he did in college, right? because, you know, that style offense, a lot of guys can look good. When I saw Mahomes preseason – I came in after one preseason game. I came in to first take and said, on the air, I know this sounds ridiculous. He just played a preseason game. I will tell my grandkids that I saw Patrick Mahomes throw the football. It felt to me like the time that, that, that um, Favre came in and won that game. Who was it against? It was against the Bengals, right? And, and he was this young kid and this and that. And he took over and you could – just see, it's like, oh, wait a minute. There's something different about this dude's arm. It's electric. So I felt that way about Mahomes, just eyeballs on him. I don't, I don't feel that way about Trey Lance. I don't know enough about him, but also he has flashed, no doubt about it. But not like, oh, my God, I'm never going to forget I saw this guy. So when you say we're being sold something with Trey Lance, I know what you mean. Like, I don't have the info. And from what I've seen, it can be impressive at times, but it's not like jaw on the floor. Yeah, they're, 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 they're continuous, constantly pushing you, pushing him. Yeah. You know, oh, what I hear out of San Francisco is he's this, he's that. Oh, you know, they went up to get him because of this. He, and instead of letting him do it in front of our eyes, we're trying, they're trying to convince us before they put him on the field. And they may be right. I don't know. I don't know if they're right or wrong. I have no idea. I do know Jimmy G, though is a winning quarterback who has made a few throws here and there that made you scratch your head, <laughs> but a couple of throws that made you go, wow, okay, he's capable of doing it. Yeah, I just I know I know it's correlation. That's not necessarily causation. But, man, if, if – look, Shanahan, same coach, same guys calling the plays, same offense, same defense, same, same everything, right? If Jimmy G was just an okay player who's in the right situation – then one of the other quarterbacks backing him up. I don't and key if Shanahan's got them on the team, there's a reason for that, right? One of them would have had would have done like they lose. He wins three out of four, two to three, three out of four games. He plays seventy percent of the games he plays for this team. They lose seventy percent of the games without him. So it's not just like Jimmy G is fortunate and this and that. He might be fortunate, but he's doing something. The dude, whenever he's healthy, is deep in the playoffs. I, are we under are we underrating him? Not just kind of being sold Trey Lance, but underrating Jimmy G. If Jimmy G hits Emmanuel Sanders, we're not even having this conversation about Trey Lance. One play. One, One play. play. We wow. we're talking about Super Bowl champion. Uh, what are we going to extend him? What, what's his extension? Is it forty? Is it forty two? Well, we can't pay him like the, you know. That's the conversation. Yeah. yeah, but when it didn't happen, it opened up the door for criticism, and the noise got louder and louder and louder. Yeah, and I would say, okay, well, they were luck, except that next time he was healthy, there they were getting by Aaron Rodgers and getting to the NFC Championship. The next time he was healthy, Brett Yormark, Big Twelve Commissioner, said the following 
uh, at a press conference. Listen to this. What excites me most about joining the Big 12 is the transformative moment in front of all of us today. We have an opportunity to grow and build the Big 12 brand and business, be aspirational, define our point of difference, all while never losing our commitment to always compete and develop our student-athletes at the highest levels. Moments like these do not happen often, and we must seize them and make the most of them. It will require incredible work and collaboration. One thing is for sure, there is no doubt the Big 12 is open for business. We will leave no stone unturned to drive value for the conference. So, Heather Dinich, ESPN College Football Insider, is with us. And, Heather, good morning. Do you think that they're going to take schools from the Pac-12 to expand this conference? Is that what he's saying? Good morning. He is saying that they are certainly willing to explore that option, and hearing him say it out loud validates what everybody has been whispering behind closed doors. Now, will it actually happen? No one can answer that question until somebody can tell them how much money they're going to make. That's the bottom line, the revenue per year per school. The reality is once the SEC and the Big Ten are at 16, you're talking about, I don't know, somewhere in the ballpark of $100 million per school, right? I don't know. That's a guesstimate, somewhere around there. And then there's going to be a significant drop-off. So who's third? You can't answer that question until those TV contracts are done. And I think as much as everybody wants answers right now, it's going to take a while because that's the only, I think, real way to ballpark how much you're going to get. And that's what these university presidents and chancellors have to know before they say, okay, well, in the Pac-12, we can make 50. In the Big 12, we'll make 80. I don't like that. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. I have no idea. But that's the kind of decision that you have to be able to make. Heather, you know, if the Big 12 decide to take a few teams from the Pac-12, how will that affect the Pac-12 moving forward? forward though oh i mean it's hard not to imagine it being absolutely devastating crushing but here's the other thing we said that about the big 12 too when oklahoma and texas were leaving and here's the thing usc and ucla leaving are going to be a financial gut punch i still don't think it's going to be as significant of a loss financially to the league as ou and texas leaving will be to the Big 12. Now, they piece themselves together with BYU, Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF joining July 1, 2023. But, I mean, that's not Oklahoma and Texas. Let's be real here for a minute. So if that were to happen, and you're looking at the Pac-12 trying to piece itself back together, first, how many schools were actually leaving? Who would they be? And then what do you do? Do you join forces with the Mountain West Conference? What's your value? All of those questions, you know, that's hard to answer. But to me, guys, we're talking about Stanford and Cal. Like, I don't care if you don't play good football. These are academic institutions that are significant and people want their names attached to. There's certainly value in that as well, and I don't think that can be lost on people, in addition to the success that a lot of their Olympic sports have. Could Stanford, and I guess I'm trying to think out of the Pac-12, I guess it would be 
Stanford, Cal, Washington, Arizona State, and maybe Arizona would be the teams that they would court. Um, Oregon. Oh, yeah, or- Oregon. I guess those would be the teams that they would go after. See, I look at the Big 12, and a lot of people think the conference is not great. I'm like, no, it's a good conference. It's just that they haven't won any national titles other than Texas beating USC and Oklahoma winning umpteen years ago. Where I, I look at the SEC and I say, yes, they've been dominant, but that's really was Alabama. You had the one by Cam Newton in between around the, the time USC was dominating. You had one by LSU recently, and you had one by Georgia. But outside of that, I feel like the SEC really hides behind Alabama because the Big Ten Conference is a strong conference as well. Um, but every conference has an Indiana, a Kansas, an Oregon State in it. Well, and, and, you know, that's what I think when Nick Saban talks about competitive balance. I mean, there ha- there's never competitive balance in college football. To me, I don't think it's gotten any worse than it always has been, not only for the reasons that you just pointed out. It's uneven within leagues and divisions. But when you have some leagues playing eight games and some playing nine, I mean, David Shaw has makes such tremendous points on this about the Pac-12 schedule and the lineup that they have to face and the geography and all of that um, compared to what some others do. I mean, none of that is balanced or fair. So I get Key's point, Heather, about the fact that not hiding behind Alabama, but Alabama makes you think they win so often it, it, every year. They're mm-hmm. the best team. In the country. It makes you think of the SEC differently. But there's also the fact that LSU and Georgia, and there have been others that have won, t- won titles. The Big 12 may have key, I think, depth and, and quality in the middle, but who's the one who's going to pop and sneak up, as you say, and, and, and sneak one? You know, like, don't, don't they have to do that before we compare them to the SEC? Well, it's not a comparison, Heather and Max. It's more of a, a respect. If Texas and Oklahoma never left the Big 12, right now – those two going to the SEC certainly left a big gaping hole in the conference because you really turn to Baylor, Iowa State, what West Virginia. I mean, those are kind of the ones that pop off the top of my head. Uh, Kansas State will have a nice little run here and there. Texas Tech never does anything. But those teams can't compete. The ones that the big ones in that conference can't compete. Heather, do you – do you think these mega conferences are good or bad for college football? You know, well, when we're talking mega conferences, are we talking 16 teams where it's at right now? Because I, I kind of see it pausing right there. Are we talking about the hypothetical 18 to 20 teams? I mean, because I don't, if it stops at 16, excuse me, I'm sorry. If it stops at 16 right where it's at, I think, you know, I don't think college football fans are going to see that much of, of a change. I think they're going to be excited to see Ohio State play USC and Penn State play USC. I mean, those, once they start playing football, I don't think that changes. Now, does the gap widen between the wealthiest schools and everybody else? 
100%. And I think that there should be a real concern and a real fear for the K-States and Iowa States and PCUs of the world. Um, because unless the college football playoff expands to the point where everyone truly has a shot, then the window of great teams is going to continue to shrink, and it's already small. The great Heather Dinich, ladies and gentlemen, here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Heather, always appreciate you dropping in on us. Thank you, guys. So, guys, coming up next, guys, guy, key, coming up next, we have Bernard Pollard. This is the former Ravens safety and Super Bowl champion who's been critical at times. I don't know if he's critical of Lamar Jackson. He's, he's mentioned, he's observed things and given his opinion about what he thinks is going on, why Lamar Jackson can't get a receiver, top receiver in Baltimore, and Lamar Jackson clapped back on Twitter. Bernard Pollard coming up next to talk about it here on Keyshawn J. Willemax after Key has this from O'Reilly. Before you head to the Hamptons, Max, Make sure that check engine light isn't on, and don't ignore it if it is. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today and let the professional parts people scan your vehicle for free. They will retrieve the codes, discuss possible solutions, and even help you find professional technicians if needed. They can even help you find a service center online. Just visit O'ReillyAuto.com and click on Find a Repair Shop. When you see a check engine light, Get the answers you need from a professional's parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, 
Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. And your smart speakers, download the podcast. So, Bernard Pollard, former safety for the Baltimore Ravens, Super Bowl champion, said that no top wideout is ever going to go to um, Baltimore while, while Lamar Jackson's there. Plenty of receivers have been available to get in the offseason. But while Lamar Jackson's been starting, nobody wants to go. They give him respect, said Bernard Pollard but they don't want to play with him. Uh, Lamar Jackson's good, but he's not able to make the throws. Now, Lamar went at Bernard Pollard on Twitter after that. He said, you've been capping since I've been playing for the Ravens. I never heard of you, to be honest. My boy, you got your Super Bowl cause of Ray Lewis and Ed Reed that year. Nobody speak of you. I had to Google you, Lil Bra. I never heard of you until I seen you keep dissing like you was a Hall of Famer. But you're far from it. Across the ocean, like overseas, many interactions followed back and forth. Okay. We have for you right now the man himself, <laughs> Bernard Pollard, former NFL safety and Super Bowl champion with the Ravens, as I mentioned. Bernard, welcome to the show. Thanks for jumping on with us. Hey, man. Thank y'all for having me. That was funny you reading that. <laughs> yeah, well, Bernard, I- man. Bernard, man, you're a real cap artist. <laughs> First, let's start with this, Bernard, before we get to the beef. Why do you feel, in your opinion, that receivers don't want to play with Lamar? I mean, so it, it's, a, it's a twofold thing. You know, every, everybody's talking about Greg Roman, and, and we all understand who Greg Roman is, what, what he brings as far as to an offense. Uh, Greg Roman, I truly believe, and, and I say this, I, I'll go to my grave with it. I believe he's doing what Lamar is capable of doing. He's only running plays that Lamar is capable of running. That's it. Um, Lamar is a, as I've said this before, and I'll say it again, he's a great talent. He is elusive. He's electric, but it starts with his legs. He moves the defense because of his athletic ability. Um, Greg Roman is, is, is doing that much. Like I said, he's only doing what he's able to what Lamar is able to do. Lamar has a pacifier in his mouth. He's not making any checks. And at the end of the day, when the regular season, that stuff went his course. Everybody's talking about how great he is at running. When it's all said and done, those yards that he's gaining, rushing the football, those cost something. He is doing everything all the time. I truly believe he needs to be paid by the Baltimore Ravens. Is it top dollar? Yes. Whatever Deshaun Watson got fully guaranteed, Lamar should get it. In Baltimore, I think it's only in Baltimore. No other team will ever use him like that, and no other receivers. I don't think they can consistently be in play with him. I mean, it's 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 arrows, it's slants, it's hitches, and they got a tight end over the ball. The double moves when Lamar scrambles, they run up the football field. That's how the big plays happen. It's backyard football. Is it sustainable? I do not think so. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of understand where you coming from, but. I can say that about all quarterbacks and offensive coordinators. The offensive coordinators can only do what the quarterbacks allow them to dial up based on their ability. And clearly, Ozzie Newsom and his crew at the time felt like Lamar gave them 
an opportunity by drafting him and liking his style. So they tailored this offense toward him. Now, wouldn't it be on the Baltimore Ravens, Bernard, to get a receiver? Not on the receivers wanting to come play, but going out and actually getting one, bringing them, signing them, trading for them, like other teams that we've seen do? I can't, yes, but when it's all said and done, Key, are you going to run slants all game? Or are you going to run arrows all game? You're going to say, I'm able to beat this receiver, whether it's I can hit him on a comeback, I got multiple routes in me that I can run, but at the end of the day, Lamar can't throw every route. And so, yes, they can go. They drafted receivers. They brought it. They they brought in other receivers. And at the end of the day, those receivers are running hitches. They're outside breaking routes. I mean, it's not consistent. He can't throw them. It's backyard football with this offense. And so, when it's all said and done, when we look at when Lamar comes to the line, he has a mouthpiece covering his mouth. At when it, during a regular season. I mean, defenses really can't change because they got to play either on Thursday or if they play on Thursday, it was a short week. So they're not changing defenses like that. When it's time to get to the playoffs, hey, let's do whatever we got to do to win this football game. And that's where we've seen his play diminish. And, 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 and I think he's a heck of a talent. I really Bernard, do. He's an electric player. Bernard, I'd like to tell you a story, okay? This is how human beings understand the world through stories. When everyone says, oh, the media has this narrative, but I want to give you my narrative on Lamar right now. And you tell me where it's right, where it's wrong, what it's leaving out, if it makes any sense to you, okay? I didn't think Lamar was going to be a good NFL quarterback. I didn't. Um, but he gets drafted. He gets put in charge of an offense. He, he's electric. Uh, at first, he wins a lot of regular season games, but he can't do two things that you have to do in the AFC. you got to beat Kansas City, and you got to win in the playoffs. He looks like a deer in, headlight, in, his, in headlights in his first playoff game. But in the second half, he was better than in the first half. And the following year, also not his normal excellent self in the playoffs, but much better. And then the following year, now he wins a playoff game. And he beat Kansas City. And then last year, with a team totally destroyed by injury, he, I thought, had two separate weeks where he was clearly the best football player alive. Now, it seems to me he's taking step after step after step. I'm not analyzing it from a football player's point of view, eyeballs on it, he's doing this, this, and this. I'm just correlating it with results, right? Isn't that improving? And He's already got an MVP. Isn't that improving in every facet? Hasn't he shown he can take that next step and maybe another to get to the Super Bowl? Where is that right? Where is that wrong? I, I don't – so when we look at this, what you're saying is he – I, I agree with you. He has gotten better. But the inconsistent play, when we look at him and he's 3 for 18, 3 for 22, and yes, we do have to count drops in there because th- th- his receivers drop some balls for him. And I'll, I'll be the first to, to speak on that. But when it's all said and done, he, has he gotten better since day one of being there? Yes. Is he a, an inconsistent football player at, at the quarterback position? Yes. I truly believe he's a top 10 talent, but not a top 10 quarterback. When we look, he's a dual-threat guy that is first run. He's first run and then passed. It's backyard. It, one of the highlights somebody put, I think I forget who put it up. He ran around, ran around, I, guess, I think it was the Indianapolis Colts. He ran around, ran around, and just launched the ball. The, receiver, the defender broke on it, took a bad angle, missed the ball, should have been an interception. So when we look at that, all that stuff comes to bite you in the playoffs. Can we do it in the regular season? Yes. I mean, guys, are, they're not going to change their defense. They're going to adjust these because they, want to, they don't want to jig rig too much because they have to line up and play again next week. 
when it comes down to the playoffs, it's a new season and we're ready to go. I think he has improved. But when we look at it, when we look at it at week in, week out, he's three for 18, six for 24. And then in the second half, he's coming. At the end of the day, that next game, what happens? You can't keep doing that every single game and then expecting to come back and look for a defense to fall off because the Indiana coach fell off last year. He had a great second half against the Indianapolis coach when they lost a couple corners and they just gave up deep routes. So I do agree he's gotten better, but when it's all said and done, I do not believe he's a consistent quarterback that's going to be able to take this team to the Super Bowl. And they, it's not enough pieces around him. It's not. And then when we look at that, I don't think as far as the pieces that needs to be around him, what great tackle wants to sit there and go block. And then now they, they look at their, their defensive end or whoever it is, if it's a, a games or a stunt, they got a hold because it looks like how in the world is he getting over because Lamar took off runs. So now you got penalties for, for the offensive line. So when you look at the, 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 the guys that are around him from the receivers, from the offensive line, they can't be top guys. Top guys aren't going to come there. And I think Baltimore, by not, Baltimore not signing him right now, they see he's one hit away. He's one injury away. If they guarantee him all that money, he's one hit away from them being contractually bounded to him. When you look at other quarterbacks, right, and, and I always use this exercise for a lot of people to try to get them to, 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 to slow down and, and see it. If a quarterback gives you 4,500 yards of total offense and they give you 25 touchdowns and they go 12-4 and four and they make a deep run in the playoffs or whatever the number final number would be, 13-5, whatever it is. And Lamar Jackson gives you 2,000 yards on the ground and 2,500 yards in the air and give you those same 30 touchdowns and same record. Why is it that feasible enough for people? Why does he have to be a traditional quarterback? So, I mean – I'm not sitting there saying that he has to be a traditional quarterback because if we look at the Josh Allen, Josh Allen runs, he, he has multiple rushing yards, and, and, and he, but he's able to throw every single route in the route tree. Lamar is not. Lamar instincts is run first, and I understand that. I get it. But if we think we're going to be able – I look at this key, at, at, at the whole picture. If I'm, I'm a defensive player – when I look at him and I see he's not checking, if I'm a D coordinator, I see he never, ever checks. Because what Baltimore is saying is our number, uh, our number eight is better than your 11 players, which is true 99% of the time. They're looking at it as we're just going to let him go. We're going to be, we're going to play backyard football and hope something happens. And most of the time it does. But when, it, when it's nut crunch time, and it's time for him to make that play. He's been so used to just going forcing plays because he's gotten away with it, and that's what's come back to bite him in the butt. And so if we look at can he make a deep run, can he take that team to the Super Bowl, I honestly don't think he can because the pieces aren't around him outside or inside, and he's going to force everything, and teams are going to take advantage of that. So Bernard Pollard, former NFL safety for the Ravens, Super Bowl champion, um, has been. It sounds to me like you just haven't. This is your honest assessment of Lamar in football, and Lamar seems to be taking it personally. Maybe he feels it's Ravens on Ravens crime. Although Chris Canty will speak openly <laughs> about the Giants here, who we won a Super Bowl with, uh, uh, you know, here on ESPN all the time. Um, it's part of the business and everything. But 
What is your, just quickly before you get out of here, because we're, we're pushing it, but I need to know, what is your feeling about Lamar clapping back at you, even if you don't consider yours a clap, but going at you that way, in, in a personal way, kind of downplaying your career? Like, what's it just feel like for you? Do you care? Like, what does that feel like? No, I don't. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, he's, he, he's responded, and, and, and he, he wants to argue back um, as far as for his sake. And, and I'm cool with that. You can call, say, oh, nobody knew me. You had to Google me. I didn't go to the Hall of Fame. I don't care about the Hall of Fame. I know what I did was I knocked suckers' heads off. That's exactly what I did. I don't care about no Hall of Fame. I don't care about getting no, no, no accolades from anybody. When we stepped on the football field, 31 was going to be in the place that he was supposed to be, and he was going to knock your head off. If you came in his spot, or if I made contact with you by running to you, I'm trying to do whatever I can to knock you out. He's not That's lying. what I did. And I was a great teammate. So I, I, as far as him, pers- the personal attacks, that's fine. He said he's going to run me over. Well, I'd have took his head off. I promise you he would not have finished the game. But, it, it, but it's all good. <laughs> it, it's, it, I want him to ball. I want him to get paid. I want him to have all the money in the world. But I just want him to perfect his passing game. Because at, when it's all said and done, Max, if Lamar keeps getting injured, lower body injuries and everything else, everybody's going to be like, well, he should have learned how to pass the ball. Well, he should have learned how to sit in the pocket. He should have learned how to not take them hits. He should learn how to slide. Well, why don't we talk about that now? Why don't we talk about his, him making checks, him, his, his, that ability to be able to check out of a play and, and put his players in the, in the best position possible? It's not there. He doesn't want to. Take that mouthpiece off your lips and make the checks that you're supposed to. Put your guys in the best position possible so that way everything comes together for him as a quarterback. Until it does, nobody. I don't think most people are going to consider him a top guy as far as top quarterback, pure quarterback in this in this game. He's an electric player. I'll I give him that respect. He's an electric player, exciting player. But I, I need to see that. Bernard Pollard, who won a Super Bowl with the Ravens, knows what it means to win a Super Bowl, what it takes, hard-hitting on and off the field. Thanks, Bernard, for jump, jo- uh, jumping on with us this morning. Stop all that cap, Appreciate Bernard. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're going to react to what Bernard told us after Key has this from Cheerios. If you're someone who skips breakfast, you're really missing out. And no, downing a cup of coffee, Max, as you're running out the door doesn't count as breakfast, especially when you can start your morning Damn. the right way with a bowl of heart-healthy Honey Nut Cheerios. You should already know this. But if you need a reminder, Honey Nut Cheerios have an ir- irresistible taste of golden honey and provide 12 essential vitamins and minerals, making it a family favorite. So don't wait. Pour your heart out into today. Oh, it's important. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios today at your local grocery store. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Max. Yeah. You know, you've been out for a little bit, yeah. so I've been doing a little shopping because I got my birthday, my birthday party coming up this yeah, Saturday. Happy birthday, happy birthday! And can't so, be there. Sorry, I can't be there because the eye, I can't fly. Yeah, I don't need you. I don't need your eye popping in somebody's soup as they're flying. <laughs> but um, I, so I've been doing all this uh, shopping, having to you know get the stuff for the people because I, I like to do it. And I went into Costco two days ago, and I was waiting on waiting on my wife to come. As I was sitting by the uh, grocery carts. And the world that we live in is just funny to me. So I'm sitting outside the store. And I'm sitting on the concrete little wall by the, the, the carts. And I got board shorts on, t-shirt, flip-flops. You know how I dress. I'm in sunglasses. Look like I'm headed to the beach. And so a lady walks up to me. And she stands there for about 30 seconds. And finally I kind of look at her. She look at me. She goes, are you not going to help me with the basket? And I didn't say anything, right? I just looked at her. I put my glasses down by my nose. And I said, my credit card works just like yours inside the store. I don't work here, ma'am. I'm getting ready to go shopping. I didn't look like nobody that worked at Costco. What <laughs> made, I wonder what made, made her assume that I was, like, getting ready to help her pull out a basket. And she she stormed off. It was the funniest thing ever. You had to see it in person. And... When I walked through the store, I read it to her kid. She didn't want to look at me. I was with my wife. She didn't want to have eye-to-eye contact with me. I was like, oh, my God. So I went in to get, I don't know, I went in to get uh, three or four things that I needed. I wound up getting two shopping baskets full of stuff that I did not need. I'm like, oh, I think this will work for us. We should get this. We should get that. Didn't even need it. Just wasting money left and right. And now I don't even know what the hell to do with the stuff. <laughs> but if you... You know what it reminds you, me of, Key? Like, yeah. Remember that, remember that um, scene in Men in Black where Will Smith is taking the test to be see if he could be an alien catcher or whatever? And they show him all these pictures... And like the and like the stereotypes would be like, oh, this is the bad guy. But he's looking carefully at the pictures. Like, no, no, those are, look like monsters, but they're 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 fine. He's picking up on the extra stuff. She profiled you in a certain way, and it didn't matter what else was around you. She didn't pick up on any of that. She just no. picked up on one signal. <laughs> but I, you know, I was like, oh, whatever. We'll be back in ten seconds. So if that. you if you planned to follow Key into the restroom to strike up a conversation, you can forget that right now. Yeah, you can. The restroom and any other place where I don't feel like talking. <laughs> Key, Key doesn't talk unless he's paid. No, that's not true, Max. I'm not you. I mean, <laughs> that's right. Uh, as you can tell, my voice from all the free talking. Um, 
Yeah, I just that that's gross to want to talk to somebody in the bathroom, shake a hand. I mean, I done got all that. The handshake sort of, is crazy, isn't it? I'm like, yo, what, what are people thinking about? Like, it's just, and it has nothing to do with COVID. So you know how people are, oh, ever since COVID, I'm like, no, no. Why not if just I'm use that? Over here, people understand it. Why, just, you know, just use it. If I'm sitting in a corner at a bar yeah. by myself, mm-hmm. it's because I don't want to be bothered. Like, do you not see that? Do you not comprehend nor understand that? If I am in a restroom and I am using the restroom and there's 10 other stalls, there's a reason I came all the way over here. Let me tell you what it is, Key. I really I do think. I don't want leakage on my shoes. I, I really think what's going on there is people... When they're not picking up on signals, some people are just bad at picking up on signals, right? You but, can't be that bad. But I think they're just nervous. Like, you don't know because you've never, you haven't been anonymous basically ever your whole life, but certainly not since you were like a late teenager, right? Or a teenager. Most people who come into contact with someone who is not anonymous get nervous and it affects their judgment. You know, like they, they, they forget how to act. I think that's what's going on. A ner- Jay, I mean Max, how are you gonna be nervous if I'm if it's ten stalls, and I'm at stall number ten, they, and one through nine is available, but you come to nine. I, that's just I, weird. I, that how one is, is that weird. nervous? No, no, that one is just weird. I agree. It's like if you're sitting on a bus or a train. If there are a bunch of empty seats, by the way, people who study statistics and crowds and everything understand this as a natural course of events. The crowd will distribute itself relatively equidistantly from each other if there's a lot of empty space. If you see someone bunch up, right, like right next to you and there's a lot of empty space, there's something wrong with them, right? It's not supposed to naturally happen. If I'm standing in a grocery line and somebody's right on my ass. Yeah. Like, back the you-know-what up. (laughs) That is not nervousness. That is somebody just in my space. Hey, let me ask you something about Bernard Pollard. We had him on last segment, and we teased it, so this is called the payoff. Now i got to pay it off. What do you think about – to me, it sounded like he's he's just telling you what he thinks about – he's analyzing football and talking about the Ravens and Lamar's taken personally. Yeah, he's doing nothing more than what we do. I just think that there may be some personal stuff going on that oh. we don't know anything about. Uh-huh. Yeah, that um, we don't know about, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, ran into some people that when I used to play for the Ravens, and uh, maybe that's it. I, I don't know. But it's it, it he's given his assessment of football, but I think Lamar looks at it as you are doing a little bit much. You know, he's doing a little bit much talking about his ability, especially at a time when the guy's trying to cash in. Mm-hmm. Imagine, if, imagine if you were a free agent right now, Max, yeah, and you're trying to get money, yeah. and then somebody start talking crazy about your ability to talk about boxing. You're yeah, like, hold on, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> Slow down. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I can understand being that I'm perfect, there's nothing to criticize, but uh, for other people, like Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. See you tomorrow. Poof. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.